My name is Ruben Pillai and this is SHB Unfiltered, brought to you by the Stop Holding Back Foundation, a UK personal development charity geared towards improving the lives of people who stutter. We are the only podcast run by people who stutter, talking about a range of topics, streaming live and taking Q&A. We are committed to changing the way people think about stuttering, breaking barriers and unleashing potential. Please support us on Patreon and enjoy this next episode. The change begins when you stop holding back. Three, two, one. Chris, my live. This is SHB Unfiltered, the podcast, episode number thirty-one. Cool, big three-one. It is Monday, twentieth of April. We're still quarantined, which means we're still podcasting every single day. Apologies, we are just under an hour late. Chris, where were you, mate? Uh, you're going to put all the blame on me. Now, to be honest, I, I was late, first of all. So I was uh, back uh, and on at 6.35, 6.40, we had our initial discussion and go away, reconvene afterwards. And I was sitting here waiting for CJ to come back. Even dropped him yeah. a kind WhatsApp note. Where were you? Well, I was so focused on the task that you set me that I lost track of time. So you made us late, then I made us extra late. So it was a collective effort. I like the teamwork, Chris. I like the teamwork. You're very uh, team orientated. I can tell you we work for, or you have a recruitment company because that's one of those key competencies that they uh, bang on about all the time. Well, work ethic. Like teamwork and that kind of stuff, right? The cliche, cliche, cliche. However, today is very, very special because we're going to do something we have not yet done on SSB Unfiltered. Do you know what that is, Chris? Yes, you do know because I told you and you've been preparing for it. That was a rhetorical question. But do you want to answer it? I don't have to answer it. I can let you tell people. But actually, I will answer it. We are going to do something very different today. Something that we haven't yet done on this podcast in the other 30 episodes in 30 days that we have made. Today we are going to be sharing Ruben's screen and we're going to be commentating, analysing other videos around stuttering and giving our opinions and thoughts on it. Ruben, anything else that we should be doing when we're watching the video? No, that's pretty much it. And I like the way you said analyzing. To be honest, I'm not sure what I'm going to say. And I think the term analysis might be a very loose term, depending on what comes out of my mouth. Yeah, this is a reaction video. And uh, whoever's watching along on the Facebook stream can actually watch with us and comment uh, how they feel in the comments. So see how that goes. So, um, I'm just going to kick it off because there's nothing else to do except Chris. How was your day? Today, today was quite good to be fair, Ruben. Today was a good day. I've done quite a lot of work, learned a few new things, 
around podcasting, around... What, what do you learn, Chris? Go on. Share, share. Just, I just learned exactly how the platform that we use works, how to stream to all the different platforms. I, there's still a few things I need to get my head around, but I'm getting there. I've created different pages, different podcasts that we're working on. And it's cool. Also, I've been working out how video editing works, how to edit different types of soundtracks and put them with photos and videos and all this kind of stuff that I really wasn't good at. And I'm still not amazing at, but I am getting there. So I've been putting in the time to try and learn. So that's how my day's been. What about you, Ruben? What's been happening? My day's been um, pretty all right, pretty good as well. Busy, working from home still. And on top of that, working on SHB work, so podcast, backend stuff, um, things with the VP that will be coming out uh, hopefully very soon. Other aspects such as, uh, like Chris mentioned actually, uh, linking Podbean to all the other hosting platforms. I showed you randomly uh, episode seven appeared on Facebook, appeared on the YouTube channel. I'm not sure why, so I need to take a look at that. I, I couldn't see the other other episodes I uploaded <laughs> appear on YouTube. So um, episode seven is pretty special apparently. And um, yeah, I've been getting some great feedback from people um, who have been listening to some of the podcasts and following our journey. And I'm um, pretty, pretty impressed with what we've done in the last month. Very, very good. So without further ado, I think we carry on. Because, yes, we can look back and savor the last 30 episodes and put our feet up. But, dude, the show goes on, right? Yeah, not us. We keep going on today. I said we were going to switch it up. Yeah. I said in yesterday's podcast we were going to switch it up. Mm-hmm. Today we've got SHB react to various starting videos. Let's do it. Let's get yeah. into it. Let's do it. Share time. Cool. This is um, something else. This is my personal stuff, which I don't want you to see. And I'm looking for, if it's not working right now, however, Chris will keep you entertained while I look for the page that I. Made with all the save links, damn it. Yesterday's episode, Chris, do you want to keep them occupied while I uh, look for the... Yeah, you're putting me on the spot, that's fine. Go for it, dude, go for it. Fine. In the meantime, guys, remember to comment in the feed and we will get around to as many comments as we can throughout this episode. Ruben, I think I can see that during this time... Have I closed everything? Sorry? Gone, sorry, sorry. I think that whoever shares the screen, I think the camera is always on them, so that's something to look out for in post-production, but we can fix that after, not a problem. It's fine. I actually checked, and the recording includes us both. So it should be all right in that front. However, what we can do then is to switch up I react to one video you react to the other video but you just be animated as it's just your voice I think it'll be fine 
you, you, you can do it, Chris. You, you can do it, mate. I think we'll be fine. We'll be fine. All right. A lot okay. of people have told me that I've got the face for radio anyway, so it's cool. Fantastic. Put it to the test. You, you're born to do this. Yeah. I, I need to find the, um, the chat. Here we go. Here we go. Ah, there we go. That first one. Go on. <clears throat> so what are we going to hey, watch? Steve, I'm 25 and I'm single and I, 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 I have a stutter and um, I'm trying to That's find... Famous Steve Harvey. Dude, look at Steve Harvey's face. Guys and people don't really take me seriously, so I was wondering because she did pretty well, you know. She's keeping the good eye contact and yeah. You were a kid and I, you inspire me and you came so far, obviously. And I look up to that so much and I was nice. wondering if you had any amazing for her to get look at his face. I've seen that expression so many times. And he's got a stutter. And he's like, what? <laughs> I know. That's a strong statement. I stutter severely. I mean, what you're doing right now, nothing compared to what I, I was, I was, I was on a wall with it, man. Let me ask you, because this claim is was worse than that. I'm not knocking <laughs> therapists, but most people who work with kids who stutter have never stuttered. Yeah, that's something we've mentioned a few times on this podcast. Yeah, one tick for Steve. How deep this thing is. So let me ask you the question: When you read, do you study? No. No. When you talk to yourself, do you study? No. When you think out loud, do you study? No. That's because there's nothing wrong. Now they they from solved drills and stuff over the years. Words to stay away. I wish it was that easy. I wish it was that easy. Because you know what? Once you, once you give a person a word to stay away from, don't that tighten your butt up a little bit? Because hell, if, what, how you going to stay away from words? It's true, isn't it? stop nobody from talking. You're avoiding it. can't do it. You've been only avoiding it for so long. Preach, Mr. Harvey. This is the bit where it gets a bit... Uh, a, a bit murky, I think. It was going so well up to this point. Yeah. It was. It was. He was talking a lot of sense. But then... This happens. I just think that this bit is too far-fetched for me. Speak up a bit, Chris, because I can't hear properly over his voice. Oh, sorry. Well, let's watch and wait and see what he gets her to do. Yeah. yeah, he's really cussing out Steve Therapist. Yeah, he's really got it in for him. You can yeah. tell that he's had a lot of bad experiences when he was younger with them. There we go. I can relate to that though. People 
Is that true? Turn it up a little curious. bit, Ruben. Is, is that true? Sorry, did, did he, like, did his speech make him flunk out of school? I don't know if that's true, but if that's what he claims, then we have to take that as being true. If that's true, that is remarkable that that made him flunk out of school and now he's one of the biggest chat show hosts in the world. Definitely, yeah, yeah. He's global, isn't he? Yeah, he's massive. I mean, he's an actor. I don't know if you ever watched on yeah. Trouble. Was that the Steve Harvey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched that. <laughs> yeah. See, I understand what he's trying to say here, though. If yeah. you formulate in your head and you build up the belief in your head, then you should be able to say the word. Let's see if it works. <laughs> yeah, see, it's a bit, it's a bit far-fetched for me because it's just the odd word here and there, you know. Oof. How much does that cost, Chris? One hour. One hour. Well, speak to people who charge what they want, really. Chris. Yeah. I've just realized, Chris, uh, will, will we get done for uh, copyright <laughs> with these videos? I don't know. Oh, well. We'll have to see. They're reaction videos. Yeah. How many reaction videos are there online? I see definitely, yes. most reaction videos. Definitely, definitely. Completely agree. And I think it's worth the risk. Yeah, anyway, because we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, so he's trying to say that like, positive affirmations really is what helped him. Trying to visualize yourself saying the word, say it in your head three times, build up the belief that you need, and then go and say it. I think what is maybe working here is because she's doing it on like such a big stage, it becomes a massive achievement that you can take forward in your mind and also when you have someone like steve harvey yeah gassing you up on stage fully gas man yeah yeah it it can help you it can put you in that state where your belief is that you won't stutter which obviously proves the fact that when your belief system's in check it improves your speech, which is only natural. I understand what you're saying, but I think to implement that in every speaking situation is very difficult. Yeah. I don't know how you would do that in every single speaking situation. And how do you sustain it as well? Or... Yeah. I mean, you have to, you'd have to obviously take your time and not let anyone put you under any kind of pressure if you were to implement that. But would that be something I would implement? Not really. What's annoying about this? I don't think this? I would be able to keep that up. 
I don't think that's sustainable long term. What's annoying about this is that um, people felt afterwards that this was and this was a an effective way to coach someone who had a speech impediment and b they thought it, it was a permanent solution for that lady on the screen and that causes quite 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 a few problems because uh, I, I still remember i think a week or two after that came out and went viral i must have been at some party and stuff and just mingling with friends of friends and some of them were like oh my god you see that video i see oh yeah yeah He's like take your time and i was like yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah so um, do you remember the question that we had on the q a that said if you were a celebrity how how would you use your platform to raise awareness for stuttering i think he's got the best intentions there but i think he hasn't raised awareness on how difficult it is to deal with that paints the picture that just repeat the word in your head three times and you're going to be able to say it so stuttering isn't such a big deal because that's an easy way to tackle it and it works so that's what anyone who hasn't had any experience with stuttering or knows anyone that has a stutter will think about stuttering which to me, paints the complete wrong picture of how difficult it is to overcome your stutter and how much work is involved. I think it does that a massive disservice. And I know that he's got it in for speech and language therapists. And yeah. I know he tried to cut it short and try to say that, like, this is what really you should be doing rather than all the nonsense that they tell you to do. Dude, like, he's got, he's got a massive platform. By saying that, he's like, destroyed so many careers yeah a whole sector well he puts doubt in people's minds as to whether whether they can be of use but they do have their place for kind of when you're growing up and stuff right yeah where you can actually where you can actually address the disfluency problem and correct it at that age yeah yeah i think as you get older it's from my experience it's a lot more beneficial to have someone coaching you yeah your speech who has a stutter themselves just because they understand what you're going through what your mindset is like they've been in your shoes they know more when to push you when not to push you they know what is what expectations you should set what is too far-fetched what is not that far-fetched what's achievable in what kind of time scale um so for them reasons i think that having someone with a stutter coach you is more beneficial but i don't think it's fair for steve harvey to just discredit all speech and language therapists i think that's quite harsh and there has been a few speech therapists that i've seen on tv i think uh who shows it Am I allowed to mention names here? Uh, you can keep it vague if you want. It's so a guy, called, a guy called Adam, who's part of the stuttering community, he's got a documentary. And I remember watching that, and there's a speech and language therapist on that who doesn't have a stutter. I don't know if you've seen it, Ruben. Have you watched it? 
Uh, I think I did at the time, but I can't remember the parts. But I just remember them talking to his parents. That's it. I can't remember the part with the therapist. Yeah, there's a speech and language therapist on there who's being interviewed. And for me, that lady was the most knowledgeable non-stutterer on stuttering that I've ever heard speak about the subject. So what did she say exactly? What did she say? I'm I'm just curious as to why you said that line because I don't think you've said that before about people who don't stutter. So um, I'm I'm just curious. Because she had such a great understanding of the mindset and the levels of anxieties, the different types of tricks that people use and why. It's not just, oh, they use tricks. It's yeah. she, was able, she was fully able to explain why people use certain tricks at certain times and how, and it, it was just really interesting. That's not common, is it? Because um, I think generally uh, speech and language therapists, they have a kind of broad idea of um, disfluency in different types of speech impediments, but to go that like, further in on stuttering is, they must have spent quite a lot of time with some kind of really open stutterers who, may have given her an insight into kind of the deeper things on the emotional and psychological level, because you won't get that in, in any textbook or, or any course, right? Because that kind of stuff has not been mentioned to me properly within kind of speech and language therapy sessions in the past. Or maybe it has, but I didn't listen, but I'll go, I'll go, I'll go with the first one. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, it must have been because she's had, I don't know how long the lady's been a speech and language therapist for, mm-hmm. but she must have worked with a lot of people, mixed with a lot of people that have stutters and really gone that extra mile above and beyond to fully understand. It's just, it's not just exercises to her. Yeah. She fully understands what it is. And, but, but for Steve Harvey to come with that approach, I just think it is so far the opposite that it's a bit... Do the reckless thing. Yeah. Okay. Chris? What do you think, Ruben? Do you think it's reckless? Do you think it's far-fetched? I think it's the reckless because he, a, he, he may be on the right lines. He makes it seem so trivial. It's really annoying. It devalues the work. Like, we do and so many other organizations do. Because, say hypothetically, he did that, the next day he opened his own coaching course or, or therapy course, everyone will flock to him just to get that on stage or whatever and that transformation. It, it comes back to the whole blue pill, red pill thing, take this pill, you'll be fine isn't like that so, yeah. so that's the problem it does a disservice to people that actually actually doing work day in day out trying to work on their speech and working with people working on their speech yeah i agree 100 percent. cj it's your turn um go to the tony robbins one which is the second one i believe and uh you share the screen so um take the lead so then you can get your 
face on the Facebook feed. Seeing as you were complaining earlier, that is all about me. That's all right. That's okay. Cool. Okay. So, apologies, guys. So, share screen, desktop. My name is Rashad Bell. I've um, stuttered um, for as long as I can remember. What's the guy's name, by the way? Rashad. One of the first courses. What's what, sorry? What's the guy's name? Rashad, I think. And I froze. The grade I received was an F. I introduced himself at the start. Because um, I've got a feeling I've got this guy on uh, Instagram. Really? Yeah, or got someone with his name on there. Graveyard shipped at minimum wage. Okay, so he's not happy with his job. Starting the issue. Family man. Basically, a sales industry and stuttering has gotten in the uh, way of closing a deal or even to schedule an appointment. I could have a more successful uh, career um, if I spoke fluently. Tony, it would mean so much to me if you could help Rashad with his stutter. He's such an incredible man, and I know that there's so much more potential that he has. Every day is a struggle for him. His stutter holds him back a lot and makes him question himself. It's so hard because I can't do anything about it. Tony, if you could help, that would just mean so much to to me and to our family. Yeah, so relatives looking on just feel helpless. Rashad, nice to meet you. Rashad, that's his name. Well, tell me a little bit, if you would, about uh, what's going on in your life. I understand you're having difficulty in terms of a speech impediment or stuttering. I just know in my, my life, I rejected it. I Is he Tony's face there? Was a he was about to finish off a sentence. I love it. I enjoy yeah. That's warm eyes. It was extremely introverted but accepted you've gone through several stages that are perfect stages you've gone through ashamed you've gone through rejection and you've gone through acceptance you've accepted this experience now that you've accepted it you can eliminate it yeah sign me up for that right now okay now i want you to know what we just said do that exactly like you said yeah sign me up for that right now say that again Yes, I'm up for that right now. Now, you just spoke perfectly. Now, there were other parts of your speech that were perfect as well. But you just demonstrated what I'm going to show you. It's hard as human beings to figure out what makes people do what they do. But because I spent 30 years in 100 countries with more than, you know, three and a half million people, at this point, I could be an idiot. And I'd have to see there's patterns that make people crazy, that make people happy, that make them fulfilled, that make them stutter. Once you know what the pattern is, it's so easy to change. 
very, very easy to change. Happened a long time ago when we make a decision about something, we model something. Yeah. We model a behavior or we reject the behavior. It goes deep in our unconscious and becomes a pattern to avoid pain or to gain pleasure. I agree with you start stuttering. everything you said so far. Tell me the moment. What's your earliest memory? What's your earliest memory in life? Take a moment. Your earliest memory in life. Probably two years old. Get up on a Saturday, watching cartoons and eating cereal. I believe it was Rocky and Bullwinkle. And Bullwinkle, does he have a stutter? Rocky? And that's your earliest memory. Well, is that a coincidence? Was that staged? And when Bullwinkle got himself in trouble, how did he get out of trouble when somebody was going to like torture him or do something bad to him? He would scream out, Rocky. And he always stuttered. Look at Tony's face. He's so sure he's right. That happened because he's forgotten <laughs> something that happened right before that moment. And now you're locked in by the pattern. There's a decision you made or something you experienced or life was very different right before that moment. Go back to right before that moment and I want you to recapture what you forgot. My parents were probably arguing. Okay. Dead. It's happening quite often. Yes. Like to the point where my day got physical. And you didn't know what to do, did you? He did clarity and assurance. Yeah. Did you get it? I guess I got that from a Rocky. Because <laughs> the one thing Rocky always responded to was, but not just to cry for help. Stuttering cry for help. Even a child who can't consciously understand it, who feels helpless, will find a way it's to quite convincing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's trying yeah. to say that because of Rocky, it's a problem. learned behavior. So you mm -hmm. found a way to protect your mother, stop your father from beating her, and it worked. That was perfect for a two-year-old. Not good for a thirty-year-old Rashad. So now what? Do we stay two? No, 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 we don't say to. We don't say to. You're a man, you're 30 years old, you've lived life, you've been through all kinds of stuff. There's a warrior in you, Rashad. Feel him where he is. Breathe him in. The warrior is the one who can face anything and storm through it. The warrior, once he sets this his mind to part of the video when, when he uh, does his uh, sorcery. Make the sound of the warrior. The first sound that comes to you, make the sound. Make the sound of the warrior. <laughs> the warrior does not stutter. Ever. Own the warrior. <laughs> Tell me what the warrior says now. The warrior says, I am free. The warrior says. The warrior says, I am brilliant. That's right. The warrior says. The warrior says that I am electric. The warrior says. I am awesome. Ask the warrior, do you need to stutter anymore? How long's left? 
<laughs> mate, no, done, no. mate. Seven minutes on the dot. 7.5. What are we doing, Chris? I'm wasting our time here, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, that to me is the equivalent of a magic pill. I'm, I'm not sure, but um, did this guy ever do anything following our offers? Because that's why I said I'm, there's a guy I follow on Instagram who has the same name as him. He's from the States. I'm going to check offers to see if, if that is him. It'd be interesting to see where he's at now. How is his speech now? Was it effective long term? That's the problem because that's the problem because no one actually knows what happens afterwards. Because short term things, yes, these impactful things can happen and work because you, you and I both know we can have bouts of fluency. We can have bouts of fluency. When someone is like purposely trying to like G us up and giving us energy and we are in that atmosphere where it's completely safe because they want us to like speak well and all the focus is on you. When you go into your general day-to-day -day life, you can't always get that energy to um, like perform like that. And I kind of see it as a performance in a strange way as opposed to just talking. It is a bit of a performance. It's turning him into a character. Kind of, but you become part of their show. This guy knows Tony Robbins, super famous, the NLP, public speaking, executive coaching, and all that kind of stuff. They know they're going to be filmed, and it becomes a big, big event, which means that they maybe channel all of that energy, and, um, and they kind of benefit but yeah gone Chris what do you have any final thoughts on that one because you seem to be left a bit more speechless than uh, the first one do you know what it is for me is I would I've never been to a Tony Robbins event I've never been to a personal development event where everybody's where the person that is giving the speech walks in everyone's jumping up and down they make them jump up and down clap their hands sing song i've never been to an event like that but what i could imagine and i think he's used the same technique is he manages to pump people up so much and they turn into a different person. It's like a hypnotic state, as far as I'm concerned. Hypnotic state. And I think that's what could have happened with him. I just want to know if that's longer lasting than the seven minutes or the few minutes that he's being filmed for. If it is, then it's amazing. But uh, I've tried hypnosis before, years ago, and it didn't work for me. So I don't know. I don't know. So, so you're effectively saying that he's a glorified hype man. No, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that 
when you G someone up, you can take them to another state, right? I don't know, have you ever been to one of them personal development courses? As someone walks in, they're jumping up and down and they're yeah. about to sell you some crazy course for 10 grand that isn't going to change your life but convinces you it will change your life. And in that moment, you are brainwashed. And I think that he's used a similar technique there that would be used in a personal development course. And I think it's obviously worked because his brain has, his thought process has changed and his belief has changed. Like I hear a lot of these people in these personal development courses, they are brainwashed and they believe that when they purchase this five grand course or 10 grand course, they will become a millionaire straight after. Yeah, I've, I've been to one of those courses before. Um, surprise, surprise, got the invite, the recommendation from AO. Went to uh, MMI, I think. M M MMI back last March, so probably one year ago today or this month. And to be honest, it was quite, quite a lot of fun. Quite a few cool, cool people about and stuff. And... Um, and yeah, they had everything there, everything there that you you just said in in that list. But it was a good laugh, and um, and and I had a good experience, met some good people there. Some people went next level and bought the upgrades and the add-ons, but I didn't um, pursue that route. But yeah, it was a good event. And uh, you do feel the energy and the hype in the room. People jumping on chairs, jumping on the stage, breaking stuff and high-fiving each other for no reason. Um, yeah, that was the one, one exercise where we had to go around and compliment each other, but we can't compliment the other person back because you have to like learn how to accept. Because if you start giving back, then it cancels out. So, so they gave an example of... Um, if I gave you a ten pound note, then do you then say thank you? Then give me the ten pound note back? No, because then it defeats the point of the gift. So the whole point was just to like practice accepting. Because if you can't accept, then when the universe is ready to give, then you will not be ready to to accept. So um, that's the mindset I was trying to train. Anyway. Maybe we'll talk more about that on another episode because I think it'd be interesting to talk about back. on a podcast when AO's on here. Without a doubt, but I think we have time for one more video, Chris. Morning. Shall I do it? Go on. Yep. Let's do it. So recently published a powerful piece about your childhood study. The author says he was so. at age four. Who? Oh, JB. The short one, so it should be good. I don't think of myself as continuing to study. Mindset. That doesn't cross my mind. Yeah. People will say occasionally, when I'm tired, I'm going to go, I'll say, um, uh, and I'll find myself searching for something. Look, the mistakes I make are mistakes. And some people 
think I still struggle. I don't think of myself that way. What I remember about my struggle was how debilitating it was. And how He's very articulate, isn't he? But I, I remember yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that after. I've got yeah. a few questions for you after. Go yeah, for it. When I had to, and it was mortifying. Um, and, but it's kind of, I mean this sincerely, maybe the best thing that happened to me is it gave me an insight that uh, I don't know that I would ever have before, that everybody has something, something that is not something they're able to overcome just by, just by saying, I'm not going to do that. And that's it. Mm. Go on, Chris. Like what so, were you going to ask me? So he's obviously focusing, focusing a lot on uh, the mindset. He does not see himself as a stuttering person anymore. So similar to us, we run a stuttering pattern of behavior sometimes rather than I stutter all the time. So he's reframing himself and he's not identifying himself as that person anymore. He's moved on from that. Now, I know you've been through the trenches when it comes to Toastmasters. You've been through it all. You know how much of an impact that kind of training can have on you. Someone like him, Someone like Joe Biden, who's been in politics, who would have been trained, who would have been through various different types of training. How much do you think that has had an impact on the level of stuttering and his belief to be able to say words whenever he wants? It's massive, Chris. Massive, because he now associates himself with a different group of people who are some of the best speakers in the world. Okay. That's who he's surrounded by. So that's his environment. Just to ask you again, really, I think I should, what I should have asked, in comparison to just trying to shift your mindset from I'm no longer a stuttering person, but I do stutter sometimes when I'm tired, like he said in the video. So that, implementing that mindset versus all the training that he would have had to go through, the elocution, the public speaking, how much, how big of an impact would that have had uh, versus the just implementing a mindset? Massive. Because, because like you can have the mindset Things don't happen with just thinking about it. You have to apply. And the, the fact is, he, he doesn't consider himself <clears throat> a person who stutters, but he is a politician. And he thinks of himself as a politician. When you think of, or think of a politician, what do you associate that word with? Or what kind of attributes? Yeah, the amazing public speaker, that's enough. You can stop there. So he's already given him that tag subconsciously by he fully, fully, fully believes and associates himself with politics, politicians. So he's already past that point. He isn't just trying to get by and you know, 
get through phone calls. He's in a career where he's at the pinnacle peak. This is US politics. You've seen all the TV shows. It's, it's a madness, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if you're going to know the answer to this question, but how much training would he have put himself through? Are, you, are we talking decades? Decades. Years, yeah. Decades, yeah. Decades. So and it isn't just to have that yeah. impact, that positive yeah. impact. And it isn't just training because it's more comfort zones. How many years has he spent in uh, in and around the White House? Because you can train all you want. You go there on your first day. Now, you can have the same man training as him, but you're in a brand new cutthroat environment, like cutthroat. They're out to get you. Every single word is under scrutiny. It's a different kind of pressure. Different kind of pressure. And the average person who has not had decades of preparation for that point, decades, would not be able to cope a single day. you will not see him going home and commenting in the stuttering community or the BSA support Facebook group talking about a bad day of speech. He, he may block a few times, but it, he's, he's, on, he's on a different level. Yeah. And that's the point. He's on a different level. And if you hear him speak, yes, he may hesitate sometimes. He's far more articulate than so many other people out there far more but people are criticizing him because he will hesitate a little bit but we need to appreciate the type of pressured situations that he's speaking in so anyone would find that difficult let alone someone with a stutter so i think people need to appreciate anyone would find the situations that he's in challenging pressurizing there's fluent people that won't speak at weddings, but yet there's a guy here who grew up with a stutter, put in so much work, and whenever he speaks, he's talking on a bigger platform than any of us are ever going to experience in our lives, probably. So you, you can't not take your hat off to the guy. Without I'm going to put, put my hat on now and take it off. Uh, that's how amazing, amazing guy is. Do you know what? Didn't do what's annoying. He still got stick for his speech, even though he sounds like that. Yeah, you always gonna get critics, man. You always gonna yeah. get no matter what level you reach, he's always gonna get criticized. It's also a good sign of success when people uh out get you. So um critics can't come here, please come find us. I think we've got I think we've got a few in every room, don't worry. Couple. CJ, I think we have reached time. Even though yeah. sun's out, it's very confusing. I think it's time to go. But have you got any parting words that you've learned from these three videos? So just to recap, Steve Harvey, Tony Robbins, and Joe Biden. Steve Harvey, I like his approach. I like his mentality. But I think the exercises and the... He makes it sound too easy to get over stuttering, in my opinion. And he's discrediting a lot of people that put in a lot of hard work to help people out there, which I don't agree with. Tony Robbins, I like Tony Robbins. I like him a lot. Um, 
I just would be interested to see what lasting effects that method had on that individual. I know you're going to look him up after on Instagram. It'd be good to get in touch. We could even see if we could try and get him to come on the podcast. Without a doubt, I'll try my very, very best to uh, reach him, bug him, slide into the ends. That'll be cool. And Joe Biden, I think, yeah, persistence and hard work for him, along with changing your mentality. I think if you dig further into it, his mum was very influential in telling him there's nothing you cannot achieve just because you've got a stutter. Do not use that as an excuse, which I think everyone needs to hear that from their parents. Um, yeah, that's to find out. I, I like Joe Biden's approach the most. I think pushing comfort zones and putting yourself in difficult situations all the time, becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable is key to making long-term progress because it sh- shapes your belief system so well that if you could do it in situations that are meaningful to you and situations you didn't believe you could do before, then that is when you're really going to believe that things are starting to change for you. But just to point out on the Facebook th- feed, thank you for everyone that has tuned in. A lot of people tuned in today. I can see a comment from Callum Schofield. Sorry I'm late, gents. Been helping a lad from New York with his speech. Great job. Great job, Callum. We were late as well, so uh, we completely understand punctuality is, is not good for everyone today, is it? No, no, but it's perfectly fine, Canem. It's better late than never. We appreciate all the support. All the support. I still haven't learned. I still haven't learned. 31 episodes, Ruben. 31. I'm still on mute. Damn it. Yeah, I was going to say um, thank you again for everyone who popped in to see how we're getting on. We're still here, even though we were late. Uh, and we had a good time today, actually. We're going to review this podcast, see how it went, and try to, uh, to do a few more of these reaction videos. We might even get some, some friends involved, some uh, fluent friends, just to uh, get their take on it and put them on the spot. That's what I like doing, make things awkward. Anyway, CJ, any last, last words before we uh, end this? If you have nothing, say. No. Zero. Any last words? Cool. For tuning in, and we will see you again tomorrow, hopefully a little bit earlier than today. Cool. Thank you very much, everyone. And remember, as always, stop holding back.